Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. Well, if you get there, unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. Um, welcome in. Uh, Jay Norvell has made us care about Colorado State football for the first time in forever. Uh, we'll get to that upcoming. Tua is calling out the haters. And we got a couple of awesome guests for you. Josh Lucas, former director of player personnel for the Bears. He'll give us some of what he's seen at the college level in terms of potential draft picks and um, and what he thinks of some of these rosters and adjustments to the rosters and what what it's actually like when your star quarterback goes down week one as the Jets are kind of working through all that upcoming. Plus, Kyle Rudolph's going to join us next hour. Kyle's a new member of our Fox Sports Radio family. And, of course, you may remember him from Notre Dame. Notre Dame, he's a Queen City of Cincinnati product. But, of course, he played with the Minnesota Vikings. He caught the big touchdown pass to win the game for the Vikings on the road against the Saints in the playoffs. And he can give us some perspective on what I think is the the story of the day, story of the night. It's not Jay Norvell saying, hey, you shouldn't wear your hat and sunglasses indoors, right? That's what my mom taught me. No, it's Vikings-Eagles, Thursday night football. Not the first Thursday night game, but the first Thursday night Amazon game. And while a lot of the focus is going to be rightfully on Kirk Cousins, right? The numbers just don't lie. 
primetime games, primetime Kirk is not great Kirk. It isn't. I, I do wonder, I do wonder, I mean, really when I think about it, um, in an effort to not be called a hater, can I just point out, hey, can we examine Jalen Hurts a little bit tonight? And I bring it up because if you dial back to last year before the season began, coming off of a playoff game, although a loss in the playoffs, it was widely believed that Jalen Hurts would have to put together a special season to remain as the starting quarterback of the Eagles. And, and you could say, oh, you're wrong. I'm not. We can pull tape of any analysts we want, anybody we want. There was always people, I mean, Skip Bayless, in, in fairness, mostly because he's an Oklahoma football fan, but Skip Bayless, if, if there's things he's gotten wrong, he always believed in Jalen Hurts. He loves Jalen Hurts. Um, and I would also say my bias comes from the fact that when he was at Oklahoma, the Oklahoma coach was like, you know, we want him to run more than throw. His progression reads aren't great. And when he's at Alabama, he got beat out by Tua. Um, but if we go back to last year, the overall NFL narrative was he's a placeholder for a first-round draft pick quarterback and maybe you could, because he doesn't make a lot of money, stick with him and keep loading up on talent. But eventually, you know, he might not be the guy. Now it's, holy cow, Bill Belichick called him the best player in the league. But we're coming off of a week where he didn't play well. And the explanations could be deemed as excuses. New coordinators didn't play in the preseason. Right? Weather was a bit of an issue. They had a lead. They won the game. But there's anyone who watched that game would say, boy, Mac Jones looked like the better quarterback. This is the guy who, by many people's accounts, the league MV- should have been the league MVP last year. He was amazing last year. But they played a really weak schedule. And much like Sunday, they consistently got a lead early. And they had and still have incredible talent outside the numbers as receivers. And they ran the football well. And they just had a great run pass balance. They were awesome. You know, start to finish, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but start to finish, they were overall the best team. Right? Overall the best team. You know, couldn't beat the Chiefs. Their defense had some breakdowns. Um, nearly lost to the Niners, but the Niners got injured. But if you go like, hey, who gave the overall best performance start to finish in the NFL last year? It was the Eagles, and it wasn't really close. Doesn't award you the Super Bowl, but it's a fair way of looking at it. And Jalen Hurts had an incredible year. But one year does not a star quarterback make. And can you work with other people? And can you work when there's changes on your offensive line, when there's changes with your offense? Um, we've all gotten to the point where we've anointed Jalen Hurts and we make excuses for a very average, and frankly, based upon what he did last year, below average performance against the Patriots. Now you return home. Vikings only get a couple of days to prepare for you. Vikings are 0-1. They're also a dome team. This should be a game in which the Eagles get out early and dominate. The Eagles are six-point favorites. The total is 48 and a half. 
So again, do the math in your head. That means people think that Vegas thinks, you know, the score is going to be 30 to 23 or 28 to 20. You know, that's kind of the range of where it would be for the Eagles to cover. And you're taking on Kirk Cousins, dome team, coming off a loss, and Kirk's not any good in the prime time. All these things, returning home on a short week, are in your favor. So let's see. This is not me saying Jalen Hurts sucks, she's overrated. It's just saying like, well, when did Jalen Hurts become football Jesus where despite the fact that the previous year they had him as uh, really a game manager and the year before he was ultimately the straw that broke the the back. They were better with him than they were uh, with um, Carson Wentz. But, but he went from being a, you know, there might be something there to, a, all right, he's just solid. He's a game manager too. Holy crap, he's the best quarterback in the league. Let's have a little balance. Let's see what it looks like. And, and granted, you have a new coordinator, and Shane Steichen's really good. And he was dialing up the, all, almost all the right calls last year. And Hertz was producing at a very high level. So this is not me telling you to sell all the stock. It's just... With any other quarterback, it's reasonable to go, hey, let's see how this thing plays out. Because there have been other guys that have had great years. Cam Newton was the league MVP. The rest of his career, he was physically dominant, but actually just kind of okay. Um, Colin Kaepernick had a year, I think 2013. He was amazing. But then all of a sudden, he kind of came back down the earth. People figured it out. Go through, there's been a lot of quarterbacks that have had years where, especially early on, we're like, man, Dak Prescott. You know, there's a reason Dak Prescott commanded the contract he's commanded. And, of course, the best of the best are able to put it together, like Pat Mahomes, five years of complete dominance. You know, Russell Wilson had years. Obviously, kind of we go through the Brady and Roethlisberger and Breeze you know? So I'm just intrigued more. And of course, all of the focus is going to be on the Vikings because Kirk Cousins, primetime Kirk on the road, Jalen Carter's coming for him. That defensive front still seems nasty. But man, the offense last week was bad for the Eagles. And you have a head coach making explanations that feel like excuses. You have fans that are the same. Let's just see. Let's just see how it plays out. I'm fascinated to do so. This is not me telling you that Jalen Hurts stinks, but it's also me saying like, hey, let's just keep an eye on this Jalen Hurts thing because Shane Steichen was amazing. He was amazing with Shane Steichen. We've seen, by the way, I mean, this is the Josh Allen, right? Look at the last two years and all these turnovers of Josh Allen. What's changed with the Buffalo Bills? Well, Brian Dayball left. It doesn't take away from the talent of Josh Allen, but it does point out that Dable, whatever mind control, whatever the reads he had, whatever he was doing with Josh Allen was working, it hasn't been working the same since. Why can't we keep an eye on the same thing with the Eagles? This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I mean, that was really weird. Dan Byer pointed out, Jay Norvell, just going after Corey Hart like that one. It's a great line, Dan. Looking for a turn a small bet into a big payday with DraftKings Sportsbook same game parlays. You can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with the code Gottlieb and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Uh, we'll hear from Dan Beyer upcoming and updating everything going on, but let's welcome in a newest member of our Fox Sports Radio family. Uh, he played 12 years in the NFL, two-time Pro Bowler, and of course, the standout of Notre Dame. People will forget he was a hooper when he grew up in Cincinnati, offered a scally by Butler. Um, that, 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 that actually has been affirmed by Brad Stevens and many of my Butler friends. Uh, he's Kyle Rudolph. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Kyle, how are you? I'm great, Doug. How are you doing? Good, man. What's it like to be retired, to be covering football but not playing football? Um. Uh, I, probably busier than when I was playing football. I, I, I joke around. I, I tell people I'm probably busier now than when I was playing. 
because of the simple fact that when I went to training camp in July, it was almost like you turned do not disturb on your phone and people just really couldn't get a hold of you. They couldn't reach you. You just went into in season mode and it was like, I'll catch you hopefully in, in late January, early February after a nice long playoff run. And uh, now it's, everybody knows, Oh, you're retired. You got all the time in the world. So I don't quite have that excuse anymore, but, also, kids get older. Uh, they tend to fill up your schedule and keep you busy as well. Um, we got a Thursday night game. Not sure if you're aware, but your former team, <laughs> Minnesota Vikings, are playing in it. What? But before we get to some of the other parts, just you play Sunday. You got to turn around Thursday on the road. What's that actually like? You know, I feel like Thursday night football at times gets a bad rap for. Uh, the whole player safety, you know, yada, 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 short week, all of that. Personally, I loved Thursday night games. I knew we were going to have three walkthroughs. We weren't going to practice full speed. We weren't going to hit each other. And quite honestly, I think I played my first Thursday night game in 2016. And then we had uh, a subsequent Thursday night game then there every year after. And, Quite honestly, I, I felt as good as I did in any game for the Thursday night games. But then on the flip side, when I would be at home watching the Thursday night games from my couch and had practiced on Wednesday and Thursday, like a normal full padded practice on Wednesday and then a normal full speed practice on Thursday, I would always watch the guys on TV and, you know, knowing how I felt physically at that time, I was oh, man, I don't know how these guys are out there playing. But it's amazing when you just go out on Monday and have a little light walkthrough. You go out on Tuesday and you jog around a little bit. You go out on Wednesday, you have another walkthrough, and then you get on the plane and you go to where you're playing. So there's something to be said for the fact that there's really no physical activity on the front end. It's 100% dedicating all your time to recover for the quick turnaround. And then the other side is the back end. Uh, especially if you go out and you get a win on Thursday night, because now you're getting essentially another bye week. Uh, you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You may go in Monday, watch the tape, work out a little bit. You're off again Tuesday. So you're getting four out of five days off heading into that next week. And that's about the same amount of time that you get off when you have a full bye. Uh, Kyle Rudolph joins us in the Doug Alex show. Oh, these are the, the first part was, uh, I mean, brilliant points that you're making and I didn't think of it that way and then the second part the back end yeah it's completely accurate especially if you especially if you get a win all right uh Kirk Cousins everybody makes a gigantic deal over his primetime record you famously I guess you caught it we'll count it right it counted in the scorebook you caught his touchdown pass which it wasn't primetime but the biggest win of his career was in the playoffs in New Orleans against the Saints what's what's really the deal from your secondhand perspective with Kirk on big games and primetime games? Well, I mean, honestly, I think you can just look back to last week. Um, you know, Kirk goes out. He, I think right now he's second in the NFL in passing yards. <clears throat> he throws it all over the place. Um, Justin Jefferson has a massive first half uh, in its, its yards. They're going up and down the field. But then he turns it over three times. You know, he, he fumbles, interceptions, and you can't do that. Uh, you know, going to Philly tonight and playing against that defense that scored a touchdown last week at the Patriots, and quite honestly, 
carried their offense throughout the course of that game, you, you can't go turn the football over. And, you know, I, from my perspective, uh, you know, I think back to games that, that we played in prime time. And, you know, I remember the narrative where we could never win on Monday night football. We couldn't win in prime time. And we ultimately went and proved all that wrong. But it's like you have to go play clean football. It doesn't matter if the game's at noon in the central time zone on Sunday like it was this past week or if it's Thursday night against the defending NFC champions. If you go out and turn the football over, it doesn't matter if you throw for 350 yards. You're not going to beat an NFL team turning the football over three times in a game. Um, okay, help, help me out with something. Uh, I watched the Eagles, and they looked very ordinary offensively last week. And, you know, they come out like, hey, we didn't play in the preseason. But they have new coordinators, and last year they played against an easy schedule. So I'm just trying to figure out what do you think of the Eagles now that everybody has a book on what they did last year and they have a new coordinator? Well, I also think the Super Bowl hangover is real. Uh, I think you look back at the course of history and teams that have lost in the Super Bowl. It's like, you know, you, you so much goes into that season, both physically playing the extra games that you played to reach the ultimate big game in the Super Bowl, but then also emotionally getting all the way essentially to the finish line of a marathon and then not getting it done. So that Super Bowl hangover is real, and it didn't surprise me, especially going into the environment that they went into last week with it being, uh, you know, Tom's Day in New England and, and the fans just, you know, kind of being wild for Tom and, you know, that environment, the hostile environment there. But I, again, to your point about a year of kind of having a book on what they do, replacing coordinators, um, you know, those are all things that play into a slow start. I think the easy answer is, oh, well, we didn't play in the preseason, so we were rusty. Um, I think that's the easy way out. I think the facts are, as you stated, you know, a new person calling plays, getting a feel for, you know, calling plays is not easy. So getting a feel for how many times do I run Jalen Hurts? How many times are we dropped back and passing? How many times are we actually running the football with our backs? Uh, I think calling plays is one of the hardest things in our game, especially when you have playmakers. I mean, they've got playmakers all over the field with Jalen and AJ and Smitty, all those guys that they have out there on offense. So, yeah, I, I think the Super Bowl hangover is real. And, and it to me, it makes tonight exciting to watch because I think you have two offenses that – grossly underachieved this past week. And it's like, who's going to figure it out first? Um, you know, the Vikings won 11 score games a year before and Kevin O'Connell's first game. And ultimately didn't get it done last week. And you got a team coming off of a Super Bowl appearance and they didn't get it done last week. Ultimately got the win, but didn't play well on offense. Two-time Pro Bowler Kyle Rudolph, you can hear weekends here on Fox Sports Radio, joining us uh, on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Josh Allen, here's a guy, super talented, right? They were 13 seconds away from the AFC Championship game two years ago. I think the DeMar Hamlin thing, all the emotions, and his turnovers really led to their demise last year in the playoffs. Um, How do you fix that? I mean, you don't want to take away of his aggressiveness, but you can't keep turning the football over. How do you fix that? 
it's hard. Um, you know, you said it. You can't take away from what makes Josh Allen Josh Allen, and that's his competitiveness, his raw ability. Um, but what worries me more about Josh is not that he turns the football over. Um, you know, I feel like, again, we just said this about Kirk. Like, you know you can't turn the football over and win games. That will get fixed. That will be addressed. He will be smarter with the ball. Those are decisions that he ultimately can make in the heat of the moment. The thing that worries me about Josh Allen is just the reckless abandon that he takes during the course of the game for his body. If he's not out there, the Buffalo Bills are not a contender in the AFC, and we all know that. And seeing, you know, there was the one play where, you know, he's seven yards short of a first down, and then he's trying to jump over people and and gets hit up in the air. And it just – it takes one play to land on a shoulder or – um, you know, land on your head for heaven's sakes. And, and, and all of a sudden now you're out a couple weeks. So the injury part of it worries me a lot more than the turnovers uh, just because of the way that he plays the game. And again, that's something that it's hard to, to scale back. How do you tell a guy that is that physically gifted and athletic and competitive to, Hey, if you're going on and it's third and five, try to jump over that guy and get a first down. Like that's so hard to reel in, in the heat of the moment. The turnover thing, in my opinion, is easier to fix in the heat of the moment. Um, uh, tight end question. Okay. Kelsey's practicing. They took some fluid out of his knee. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's paramount that he plays. Like you don't want to, you want to go to zero and two in Jacksonville. They think they should have beat you in the playoffs. What do you think of the likelihood Kelsey plays this weekend? I think it's got to be something that you have to look at the entirety of your season. Yeah, you don't want to fall to 0-2. Uh, Jacksonville is a team that you're going to be competing with uh, in the AFC for seeding when it comes down to the playoffs. But ultimately, if there's still fluid on that knee and there's any instability, it's not worth it week two in September. Um, you know, you look at teams. I talked about this a lot on Sunday night on the radio show because oftentimes you have your immediate overreactions early in the year. Teams that we expect to go out and be good and maybe they don't play as well early. Um, I just kept reiterating that September is kind of this thing where you can't really win the Super Bowl in September, but you can certainly lose it. And that fits exactly to my point here with Trav. If if you throw Travis out there because you're worried about falling to 0-2 and worried about losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars in September, and something happens and you lose him for the rest of the year, you've really made it difficult on yourselves to be the team that we've all seen over the last few years and to get to your ultimate goal, and that's being in the playoffs and having another chance at winning the Super Bowl. Kyle Rudolph, check him out Sundays on Fox Sports Radio. is awesome. Uh, Kyle, get back to all that all that work being a dad and uh, that, that you're doing on a daily basis. Far more taxing, obviously, than playing in the NFL. Thanks for giving us your thoughts, as always, here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Doug. Always good to be on with you. Yeah, likewise. He's a great dude. Kyle Rudolph joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Of course, uh, we'll get some. We'll get a domer take from him at some point when the when the Irish play step up a little bit in competition. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, here on Fox Sports Radio. Man, I hope you're ready to have a great weekend. And the weekend essentially starts on a Thursday because we got college and NFL football Thursday night. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studio. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road house protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrac.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. So there's um, there's really one story in college football, only one that anybody cares about, and it's uh, Jay Norvell is the head coach of Colorado State. Colorado State takes on Colorado. And before you say, like, who's Jay Norvell, and let's, we can kind of go in. You don't have to, like, Wikipedia him, if you will. Okay. Jay Norvell is a guy who he comes over from Nevada and they had a high powered offense in Nevada. He, he kind of cut his teeth um, really at Oklahoma 
you know, when he was at OU, they were very, very good. Wide receiver guy, co-offensive coordinator guy. Um, they, they, that was kind of peak Oklahoma offensive sort of time. And he went on to Texas for a year, to Arizona State for a year. But when he was at, when he was at Nevada as the head coach, they were 3-9, and nine, I think, his first year. And then he turned around. He won eight games, and they beat Arizona. Excuse me, they beat Ark State in the Arizona Bowl. Um, and he's, he's had very, very good quarterback play. Uh, took over a downtrodden Nevada team. After the first year, they won eight, then seven. Then uh, in the COVID year, they went seven and two. And then they went eight and four out of it, getting to a bowl game in his last four years. First year at Colorado State, they won three games. It was bad. They're 0-1 to start the year this year. So you're coming in to a game against Colorado, and Colorado, remember the state of Colorado last year, between their two schools, won a combined four games. Colorado won one. But Colorado, of course, has captured the nation's attention, not just with Dion, but with their wins. They played really good football offensively against TCU, and defensively they were good against Nebraska. Got some help. They weren't great last week, but, I mean, considering all the accolades and not easy, they they end up thumping Nebraska. They're a 23-point favorite at home against their rival from FOCO this Saturday. Everybody's going to be there. So, Jay Norvell was on his coach's show, and he said this. And I sat down with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off, and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother talked <laughs> So, um, the first thing is, I, I actually think it's kind of fair, right? Because everyone's mom had things that ticked them off, right? My mom was not big on, she didn't get onto us on dribbling basketballs in the house. Although we had a lot of carpet in the house. There wasn't a lot of places to dribble basketballs in the house. Um, Some people's moms, it's like, you got to take off your shoes when you come in. But I don't know a soul that doesn't know the old rule of taking off your hat when you come indoors. And you definitely take off your sunglasses when you're talking to somebody, especially indoors. Like that's fair, right? That's not. Now, Deion Sanders has already responded. There's a video of him with his team at practice today saying it was going to be a, just a fun game. Now it's personal. And, of course, everybody thinks, th- oh, you got the sound? This is Dion earlier today. I'm out of my own business watching some film, trying to get ready, trying to get out of here and be the best coach I could be. And I look up and I read some bull junk that Dan said about us once again. Why would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, work our butts off, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, it was just going to be a good game. Personal. Damn, messed around and made it. Personal. It was going to be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but damn, messed around and made it. Personal. Yeah, so look, it's a great rallying cry, and I thought last week was they. it was completely fictional, everything Shador Sanders said. Completely per- f- fictional. You know, oh, they said something about my dad. Like, there is no record of anybody saying anything about his dad, about their program, and Nebraska's head coach came out. Matt Rule's like, we invited him over to pray with us, and like now he makes it into some personal thing. And by the way, Shador Sanders was wearing his Rolex pregame, warming up. 
I mean, look, the, the reality is this. Jay Norvell is right. Like, you don't wear sunglasses when you're speaking to an adult with respect. You just don't. And the, the crazy part about it is, like, Dion, so many things Dion says are about the right things. Like, like Dion is not uncouth. Dion is not, you know, he's not about guys wilding out. He, he wants them to be gentlemen off the field, treat women with respect, go to class, stay out of trouble, right? He knows if you do something, I got the next guy coming in. And Dion has been onto his own guys about what they wear and how they look. And I also understand, like, look, this is all part of the prime image, right? It's, it's creating an image. He's, oh, he's been a superstar since he was in college. This has been, and if you watch any videos, he used to say like the whole primetime thing, that was like an alter ego from who he really was, but allowed him to play to the level of his own talent. What I find interesting is like, again, this is a lot like, uh, there's, there's two parts to it, right? One, it's the hip, hip, hypocrisy of college coaches, which drives a lot of people. And Norvell is just as guilty of it. Hey, man, I take off my hat and my sunglasses like, "Mm, Jay, there's a ton of videos with you at press conferences speaking to adults with your visor on. You can tell me it's not a hat, but everybody knows a visor is just a hat. So like, what are we doing now? If you want to point out the sunglasses, totally fair, completely game. I think the exact same thing. And I think Dion, and then again, this hypocrisy to Dion, like he's honest players about how they look, how they dress, how they purport themselves in. You're not going to take off your sunglasses when you're at a press conference. Like, come on, man, what are we doing here? But why would you poke the bear? Why would you poke the bear? Byer, you played high school football. You followed college. Like, this is a great classic college football, a lot of nothingness, but it makes it even more fun. It is interesting though, right? Like that they're both kind of hypocrites in this whole thing. Norvell wearing, wearing the visor all the time. And Dion, who is onto his own guys about what they wear and how they handle themselves. Sure. And I think there's a couple of different things. Number one, I think Norvell also placating towards his fan base. Sure. Biggest rival. Yeah. And, 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 and let me just interrupt for a second. Hope people understand. It's not just that they're underdogs. Okay. Colorado State is the Rams, but they're really Colorado A&M. They're an Aggie school. Okay? And speaking, I went to an Aggie school. All these state schools used to be Kansas A&M and Oklahoma A&M and Colorado A&M. And their, their fan base is native Coloradans, right? Guys that are landowners, ranch owners, guys that are blue-collar workers. Colorado is, you know, I would say more than half of Colorado's uh, student Body, not from Colorado. Dion's not from Colorado. Like, hey, we're real Colorado. We've been here a long time. That, that's it's part of the state versus the university of, you know, in terms of fan base. And you heard the whoops at the, you know, like he's just playing to his fan base. So that's part of it. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's that's. I think that's one of the things that he was trying to accomplish. But there's also the fact of is that program isn't on the map and. Nebraska, I don't, as you, we've talked about, we don't think Matt Rule said anything. Just as you said, asked him to pray. It does feel, in a sense, that Colorado is maybe using Colorado, to, Colorado State is trying to use Colorado to maybe get their own notoriety in terms of this matchup. I know game day's in town, but and Big Noon's going to be there for the second straight week. But this also, this is 
also helping Colorado State in making those comments to maybe bring some attention to their program as well. Doing it essentially kind of on the shoulders of the hype that Colorado is getting. Say Lubeck ain't walking through that door, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm just saying like they they could use a push. They could use oh, a push. Oh, no bump, question. No you know, question. so why not take advantage of the situation and of this matchup to put some spotlight on on your team with these comments and I just I think it's really contrived. I don't know if he, you know, meant to go personal like he did, uh, Norvell did in bringing mothers into this. That was the only thing of, you know, my mother told me, I'm like, all right, I can get the criticizing of the sunglasses and of the hat, but when you do make it personal, it's a whole different story. But I do think that there's something to gain for Colorado State by doing this. Mm, Okay. Um... Even if they lose by 50. Like, like right now, like we're talking about. Right. No, we're, we're talking yeah. about it. We're talking about Jay Norvell. Yeah. If, you know, if, look, if they come out and it's a really close game, then I think it accomplishes its goal. But if it doesn't and they get blown out and they get humiliated, then it's like, oh, they're the guys that poked, poked the bear and they're not any good. This is Jason Stewart woke up to this and like, thank you. This is producer gold. Didn't you, Jay? Great content. And um, it also is like pure trash talking. And you rarely see that. You rarely see like unadulterated, if that's the word, trash talking. Like usually coaches are a little bit more subtle and measured in this. And I'm going to emphasize what what Dan kind of added to his comments. Once you bring the mom into this and how you are raised – then that speaks to your character more than just just taking off the sunglasses and the hat. It speaks to how you were born and bred. And I think that, to me, that just makes for more vitriolic smack. You know, I came up in this business on smack, Doug. I don't know about you, but I love that stuff. I, I do too, but the problem is, like, it's no longer – like the trash talk has gotten so soft now and everybody's so sensitive to things like this is the essence of sports. And yet this isn't even about, this isn't even really about football. And by the way, his point was kind of inarguable, you know, I mean, that that's the whole thing. Like you can say, well, you know, he talked about it. You don't talk about mama. Like, but he didn't talk about your mom. He just said like, we've all been told take off your hat inside and, Nobody wears sunglasses inside, right? Is that is that arguable to anybody? Can you make Dan, Jay, Ramos, can you make any sort of counter argument to the, you don't wear sunglasses inside, especially when you're speaking to another adult, right? Yeah, we. I think I think we've all heard that. I don't know about the the. I don't know about the hat thing. I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't remember hearing that. Well, one. the hat thing yeah. is, is a respect thing, right? Like remove your hat when you're when the national anthem plays. Remove your hat when you come inside. Right. And, and and I'm a hat guy. So, you know, I've I've pushed back against that. But the sunglasses thing is pretty. Yeah. Is, I, and I don't think we have the full clip. He also went to town on Corey Hart for wearing his sunglasses at night. Really? Like a full 60 <laughs> seconds. I'm just I'm just on how, like Corey Hart, how he was brought up, who he thinks he is. Yeah. I mean, Corey Hart's yeah. mother. Really, like it gets called into question. Like it was, like it was. I mean, we just played the short clip there, but if you have the long clip, like he just Norvell just gives it to the Canadian rocker. 
Yeah. Um, but I mean, for Corey Hart now, um, you know, kind of, kind of the same. Did you know Corey Hart lives in the Bahamas, by the way? No, I didn't either. I, no. I googled it while you were well, talking. And Norvell, like, what happened to? He's the wrong guy to pick a fight with because Corey Hart never surrenders ever. He's the wrong guy. <laughs> Those are the two hits. We're out of hits. There's no, <laughs> nowhere to it. go from there. Nowhere to go. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb show. No, I'm kidding. That's yeah. Micah Stanza leaving on a high note. <laughs> that's that's hysterical. That's hysterical. Well, we're broadcast live from the Tyrac.com studios. That's it's just, look, it's just great sound. It's great sound. It makes you interested. normally and and by the way, I I'll, I'm gonna I I mean this. You know, for years I've taken the the social media beating cuz I've said this and nowhere is it more accurate. Travis Hunter's a tremendous talent football player. And he's fun to watch. Shador Sanders, way better than he was advertised to me from a lot of people that I know um, in terms of being a quarterback. And Colorado in general is better. But they had the highest or second highest rating last weekend playing in Nebraska. Now, part of it is Nebraska still has a following. Um, but I've, I've said this time and again. We sit here and act like people tune in to see the players. And what has almost always been the case in college sports is you tune in to see the brands and the coaches and you learn about the players. The brands and the coaches. And I thought, and one of the things lost in what Dion has said in recent months is he did a sit down with Joel Klatt and he's like, I'm all for NIL. But what I'm not for is buying players and collectives where you just get a bunch of money together and you just buy players, right? Like if a guy is so good that he can can get NIL deals after performing on a football field. Like this is Deion Sanders. You know? And I think he's right. And by the way, like his players, I mean, think of, obviously Shador already has a ton of value and a ton of deals, um, but that's how it should work. I think in so many ways, Dion is about the right things. I don't think Jay Norvell is wrong. I think, like Dan Byer said, there's a a lot of logical reasons why. Hey, a lot of logical reasons why. But you know, I I don't I I don't know what to tell you. I'm just I think personally believe that um, what Jay Norvell said was right, and Dion would probably agree with it with anybody other than Dion. But Dion, in his genius ways, is going to use it as motivation and probably use it to, when they're up for touchdowns, do what you're not supposed to do, which is running up on an opponent. But he'll say, hey, they, they, they poked the bear. They made it personal. So they, Dion didn't really – Colorado didn't need this. They were going to win. According to more people, they're going to win this game anyway. This is kind of irrelevant in a way. Yes, but it makes it more relevant. It makes it a, a much better watch. Much yes, better so much, but I mean, there it was like it was going to be a close game. Like they they're, they were going to beat them, whether he said this or not. For 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 the most part, I mean, who knows what could happen? But correct, okay, correct, correct. Fun topic, though, man. It's good, especially on Thursday. We're getting ready for Thursday night football. We'll get you ready for that here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.